Thanks for joining us. This is the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. We put out weekly messages from Pastor Dom to leave you encouraged and inspired. Check it out. We are back in the Sermon on the Mount, part 13. And the title is Right and Wrong Praying. Now that sounds like, what are you talking about, right and wrong praying? Isn't it all praying good? Well, I think you'll see in a few minutes that no, not all praying is good. There is definitely wrong praying. Now, if you remember three weeks ago, it was right and wrong way to give. You think, well, giving, isn't that just a, isn't that just a no-brainer you give? But God brought out many ways of wrongfully giving. And now we're going to see here as we get started that there is a right way to pray and there's a wrong way to pray. Interesting how Jesus brings us in here because he's at the Sermon on the Mount and he's talking to the multitudes. So my subtitle to this sermon is really called, Who Taught You How to Pray? Think about that for a little bit. Who taught you how to pray? Might have been a parent, might have been a sibling, might have been a school teacher. Who knows, you know, but just think about that. Someone taught you how to pray. And maybe it's not right. Maybe it is right. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to see what Jesus says here. But our point really is, is when we're praying, where's our focus? What is our focus on? And our focus should be on God. We're talking to God in these times. So we're going to do like we normally do. We're going to hit a couple verses, and then we're going to backtrack. But we're, we're in Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. Remember the setting here, Jesus is talking to the multitude of followers. People heard about him and they started congregating and he started speaking to them. And he says in verse five, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Verse 7, and when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask. And then we get into verse 9, just a piece of verse 9. And Jesus goes, in this manner, therefore pray. Jesus is beginning to lead us into the Our Father. Some people call it the uh, the Lord's Prayer. It's not the Lord's Prayer. We'll see that when we get to the next segment. It won't be today. But... But we see that Jesus is telling us right and wrong ways to pray. And then he's going to lead us right into really how do we pray. So let me backtrack a little bit here because there's a lot here. And, um, and just continue to pray for me as I go here because we're going to hit some turbulence, I'm sure. Verse 5, and when you pray, okay, we see here God is saying when you pray. We talked about that before, when you fast, if you remember. Um, So Jesus is not saying, if you pray, he's telling us to pray. When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, 
For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Now, you're seeing right now, there is something that's not right in some people's praying. Jesus is beginning to expose some of the works of the Pharisees, but he's also telling the, congreg the, um, the, the people who congregated, he's saying, look, you guys too are praying the wrong way because you were taught by the Pharisees. Now, because you were taught by the religious people, it doesn't mean it's right, but you've been, you've been taught the wrong way. Jesus is continuing and he goes throughout scripture, really exposing the hypocrisy, if you will, of the Pharisees. They're actors. That's what, that's what, uh, that's what this hypocrisy is. They're actors. They're, they're people putting on shows to, to be seen by others. But he's using the Pharisees to get an to get a, a example to them and explain it. It's about you guys as well. He's not saying it's wrong to pray, but he's saying it's wrong to pray wrong. That's what he's saying. Now, here's the point in that verse. Look what it says. It says, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. There's the problem right there, that they may be seen. They're praying that they may be seen. And not only that, is that they love it. They love to be seen. Look at, look at this guy praying. He's up here. He's, he's really good. He's, he's praying. See, what they're doing is they're seeking favor from men and not from God in their prayer time. There's nothing wrong with public worship, public praying, leading prayer, public. I mean, you know, I'll do it at the end here. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's where the heart is at, what Jesus is saying here. Verse 6. But, when, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now, what is this saying right here? It's basically saying, be undistracted when you go to God to prayer. When we were going through the fast, we kind of made mention, if you remember, that, um, you know, maybe part of your fast is, Go into a room where you don't have any distractions. You don't have any kids. You don't have pets. You don't have the TV blaring. You don't have, and, and, and just get and just listen to God and speak to him. And this is what he's saying right here as well. Get in an undistracted area, a private area. Now I see that as literally, physically, but I see it mentally as well. Where we got to sometimes settle our mind down, where we got to be thinking on God and not thinking on what I got to do today or how I got to handle this situation when I'm in prayer. But it's kind of interesting. It says here something. It says, pray to your father, speaking of God. Pray to God. Anything or anyone else is condemned in the word of God. It's condemned. Jesus is saying, look, you want the reward from God, not from man. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not doing something to please man. We're, we're trying to, we want to please God and we want to do things the right way. Okay, here we go. Verse seven. And when you pray, do not use vain repetition as the heathens do. For they think that they will be heard 
for their many words. Vain repetition. Okay, here we go. I'm going to step over party lines here. And I got to speak it in love. As your pastor, I got to speak some of this stuff in clarity. And it's the word of God that you're going to hear. Okay? So what is he saying? Vain repetition. It's chatter. It's long-winded. This is the description of it. It's utter, em utter empty words. Stammering. It's repeating. I came from a denomination. I went to a denominational church that most of the times we prayed wrong. We prayed wrong. We were, we were taught to pray wrong. Getting awful quiet here. I'm starting to sweat, but I got to keep going. I got to keep going. We would pray the thing called the rosary. We prayed a rosary. Okay, let me just be honest with you. Let me call it out there. Thanks for being honest over there, Marsha. <laughs> He's like, I got one person on my side. <laughs> no, many of us come out of, come out of this. Where's the focus at? You know, in the rosary, let me just, let me just kind of put this, frame this like this, and it, and it should give you an idea. In the rosary, you would say, one, our Father. Now, our Father is scriptural. It's in the Bible. I believe that you can pray it, but you got to know what you're praying, and you got to understand it as well. So you would read, one, our Father, in this rosary bead thing, and then you would read 10 Hail Marys. That should make anybody tell you, no, that where's the focus at, <laughs> okay? Not only is it wrong to pray to Mary. Man, it's quiet in here. I got a feeling some TV sh stations were just changed. <laughs> Stop stammering and keep on preaching. That's right. Okay, I'm gonna keep on going here. But, you know, this is the way most of us, and I know I grew up this way, and I know I'm crossing lines here, but we're seeing the word of God, and we can't be, we can't be praying to something that God says not to pray to because that's wrong praying. Now, why, why was I, and I'm, I'm sure I'm speaking on my sister here and my brothers and probably a lot of you guys as well, <laughs> a lot of you guys, why were we praying that way? Because who taught you how to pray? Who taught you how to pray? Instead of looking at the Bible, it wasn't until, you know, my sister led me to the Lord and my brother was pastoring me and I had, I had a great support group of, of teaching me. But what they really taught me, my, my siblings, was to read the Bible, to study the Bible and let the Bible speak to you. You know what I mean? So, so this whole thing about like praying the saints, it's condemned in the word of God. It's condemned in the Bible. You know, sometimes the roots of a tree go pretty deep and you just can't grab the tree and pull it out. And some of these teachings that some of us grew up with, the roots go deep. I mean, they go really deep. People don't like to hear this sermon. They don't like to hear this message, but I'm not gonna compromise the word of God. Talking with Lisa this morning, because she knew where I was going with everything, and she was just saying, you gotta speak the truth. Don't stop, just keep on speaking the truth. And that's what you gotta do, because I'm the pastor. I'm the pastor. And if I say, well, that's cute, yeah, you can pray that. No, it's wrong. And for me to say it's wrong is right. <laughs>
for me to say it's right, it's wrong. Now, don't, don't win anything. So the point really is you're seeing it the right way and wrong way to pray. A lot of people say, well, the Bible doesn't really say that we can't pray to saints. We can't pray to Mary. Yes, it does say it. It's very clear on it. First Timothy, where we're going right now, it says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. There's no, there's no other way. There's no other way. John 14, 6 says this. Jesus says this. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is, a power, this is the word of God. You know? That's what Lisa was telling me. You're just, you're just preaching certain, uh, scriptures. And, you, and we got to look at the scriptures. Because I'll go back to it is who taught you how to pray? And hopefully... The word of God is teaching you how to pray. And we'll see that even more when we get into the Our Father. Take a note here. Though this, you can have a whole series of sermons on Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to who? Made known to God. So throughout the scriptures, you'll see we're going to be talking to God. Through Jesus, if you're saved, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're praying to God, and that's the way we get to God. You don't get to God without Jesus. Many faiths, they, they cut Jesus out. Many faiths, they put a substitute in. Do you know how many times I have heard this? But Mary is the mother of Jesus doesn't mean you still pray to her. Mary called Jesus her Lord as well. She needed a Lord. She was a sinner. Now, I don't want to be picking on Mary, but I'm just saying there's right and there's wrong ways of praying. It's wrong when we substitute someone else. It's wrong when we, when we disobey God in his word. It's wrong. I mean, it's just, there's nothing right about it. You may say, well, I've been doing that. Go Go to God and just repent and say, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for doing this wrong. And then just get, get on course through the word of God. When we start breaking out the Our Father, we'll see the structure, how to pray. And notice that, Our Father, and what do we do? We're, we're going right to God. Verse 8. Jesus is clear. Do not, therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. You know, it's kind of interesting here, this one verse. God tells us to pray, and then he says, I already know what you want. <laughs> and then you can almost go back to, why should I even pray? <laughs> if God already knows, but he's telling us to pray. And he's telling us we pray to him. He knows, therefore, your father, your father knows the things. Who, who are we supposed to be praying to? Our father. Our Father, through Jesus Christ. When we repeat something over and over and over again, and God says it's not right, we got to change. We got to change our way of praying. Just maybe your prayers aren't getting heard because just maybe you're praying the wrong way. You know, we, 
we grew up with repetitious praying, very much so repetitious praying. We grew up saying the same prayer at dinner time. Bless us, O oh Lord, you know, at dinner time, every, every, every day, you know, whenever we would eat, which was pretty often, <laughs> as you can tell. But, you know, that's, I'm, just, I'm just really being blunt here with this. You know, repeating the same thing over and over and over again. The, the Hail Mary. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. But the Hail Mary, I mean, it's what it's, it's, what it's praying. It's what it's praying. You're praying Hail, Hail Mary, Hail Mary. And just cut God out of everything. Let's, let's elevate Mary. Well, she's the mother of Jesus. Yeah, she is, but we don't pray to her. Then Jesus goes in as he's going through this. He's telling us right and he's telling us wrong. Then he goes into verse 9a. I'm making it a because I'm not going to go into to that anymore. But he says, in this manner, therefore pray. And it goes into our Father who art in heaven. But he's saying, in this manner. He's saying, in this way to pray, in this fashion, pray like this. See, God doesn't want us to get into chatter and just repeating things and repeating things and trying to, you know, uh, just not even thinking through and just saying words over and over. See, us praying to God, we seen here that is commanded. We seen it's commanded. But in the life of a Christian, it's essential. I don't know how else to say it. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you gotta be praying. You just gotta have a prayer life. In Thessalonians, it says, pray without ceasing. Now, we can pray for a theme or a situation, finances, a job, marriage, whatever it may be. You can, you can pray things like that, but he's talking about the heart, just having some type of vain repetition of saying things over and over again. So I say this. Are you a programmed prayer? You know, you know what you're going to say and you're eloquent, maybe. You, you repeat do you repeat some of the phrases over and over and over again as if that's counting for something? Do you pray like the King James Version? Oh, thou holy one, and you know, and I'm not picking on how you pray, but it's where your heart's at. Do we pray some type of formula? Maybe almost like a poet and sound really good and I pray this, I pray that, and I got this obligation done. A lot of people pray through for obligation. Hey, it's time to pray. Let me pray. Let me go do my prayer list. Let me say my prayers, and then off I go. I feel so much better now because I've accomplished this. Do we just pray at bedtime or dinner time? How about long-winded prayers? People who pray and they just want to say you just can't shut up you know what I'm saying I don't know how else to say it you just hope you don't ask them to pray before dinner <laughs> okay yeah everybody knows what I'm talking about there <laughs> come on the food's getting cold who asked him to pray <laughs> do we pray in an emergency way I heard somebody say this it was a couple weeks ago now some people treat prayer as like a spare tire in their car. 
it's there. And if it's an emergency, they know right where it's at and they get it. But until then, the prayer life isn't really much. You know, they, they don't pray like God wants us to pray, that we are dependent on him daily. We'll see that in the, in the Our Father. I want to make sure I'm trying to say the Our Father. I don't want to say the Lord's Prayer because it's really a misinterpretation because this is not the Lord's Prayer. The Our Father is, is not a prayer that the Lord would pray. You'll, we'll see that when we get to it. But the list goes on, and I'm winding down at this point here, and I want to say this. Praying scripture is great. We'll be talking about that more, so I don't want to, I don't want to um, uh, cancel out praying scripture, and we're going to see that in the Lord's, in the Our Father. But praying is a great opportunity that you and I have to connect with God, the creator of everything. We have the, we have the permission as children of God, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you become children of God. And it's not until then, when you get saved, when you get born again, as the Bible would say, you become a child of God. Jeremiah 33.3 says this, call to me, now this is, this is God, this is, you know, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. This is really a great verse here. Got to meditate on it for a little while. We like to say everything in the Bible, everything you need is in the Bible. We like to say that. But what house to buy, maybe it's not in the Bible. What job to take might not be in the Bible. But when you look at verses like this, call to me and I will answer you. It's kind of like saying, when you have that relationship with God, you got the communication going on with God, he's gonna to speak to you. He's gonna tell you, don't take this job. He's gonna give you peace if you take this job. And you're gonna feel it inside of you because you're gonna be tuned in, you're gonna be connecting to God. And hopefully through the fast, we were all connecting even more. But the point really is, is this is all part of that relationship. Yeah, we gotta be reading the word of God. We gotta see what God is saying. And you know what? We gotta obey it. Yeah, many, 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 many years, I, my family, were praying wrong. Making sure with Rachel, thanks Rachel, tell me. <laughs> but we have been, because who taught us how to pray? We would say spiritual leaders taught us how to pray. But it wasn't until we got into the word of God, he showed us how to pray, how to really pray. So let this word be encouraging to you. Let it be encouraging. If you're joining us in on the, on the internet, there's no condemnation here. It's all about the love of God. And it's about love giving us correction and direction. God doesn't throw us out there and let us doing the wrong thing all the time. We've seen scripture, we've seen scripture to tell us right and wrong way to pray. We've seen it. Go back into Deuteronomy if you want. You can see what it says about praying, worshiping wrong things. So let's pray. Oh dear Lord. <laughs> let's pray. Father God, we do come before you in the name of your son, Jesus. 
Lord, we thank you for so many blessings. We thank you for being the God that forgives us. And Lord, many times that I prayed the wrong way. Sometimes the prayers maybe not to, maybe not just wrong in who I was praying to, but wrong in what I wanted instead of what you wanted. So Lord, I ask for forgiveness. Lord, I pray for each person that's hearing this sermon, that's viewing the scriptures. Lord, that you would speak to their hearts. And Lord, as the roots go deep, as the roots go deep, Father, Father, I pray that we're willing for you to dig the roots out. Lord, we're not talking about religion here. Religion, it takes us away from you. But we're talking about you, a relationship. We're talking about you as your word speaks to us. We're talking about us being obedient to your word. So Father, again, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for your word. Lord, continue to guide and direct us. And Lord, we pray your will be done in your church here and in our lives. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for checking out the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. We hope you leave this feeling encouraged, inspired, and a little bit closer to God. If you like what you saw here, leave us a like, a comment. Don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, prayer requests, you can send us an email at connect at perryhall.life.